0: Welcome, listeners, to Sari, Spice, and Everything Nice, the podcast where we delve into a world of diverse and intriguing topics while relishing the joy of each other's company. Welcome, listeners. Joining us today, we have myself.
1: Hi, I'm Kinali. I'm Smalajan. This is Shivangi. This is Amrita. I'm Priyatha. And this is Hino.
0: We're so excited for you to join us as we share our stories about holidays like Eid, Christmas, Livali, and more. Whether it's the shimmering lights, the aroma of festive feasts, or the joyous gatherings with loved ones, we're here to share our favorite parts with you. So grab a cup of cocoa, light up those festive candles, and join us as we unwrap the magic of the holiday season. Hey there, listeners. Just a small PSA prior to you enjoying this episode, this episode may not be suitable for little children please be aware of your surroundings prior to listening because you never know where Elf on the Shelf might be. Oh boy, holidays. There's so many of them, between Indian holidays, American holidays, but my favorite holiday, I guess I'd have to say it's Christmas. Christmas has really changed throughout my life as I've celebrated it. It's more of a cultural holiday for me than more religious. My early, early memories of Christmas are when I used to go to my kaka's house. Uh, Kaka is my dad's brother. And my cousins, my brother, and I would all get excited for Christmas, and we'd always get the same gift. I mean, it was three boys and me, and we always got that, that one gift. The commercial som- goes something like, Does anyone remember what, what that was?
2: Okay, so I don't know what the reference is, but the jingle sounds familiar. And that's the weird part about having like a happy childhood (laughs) in Bangladesh and a childhood in America. I've never caught up with the references 100% for here, but it's like somewhere vague. The memory is there. Like that jingle is familiar, but what is it from? It's the Hess truck. I got the Hess truck every year.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, so I just have like a collection of Hess trucks at home, <laughs> but that's one of my first Christmas holiday memories
2: that I have. I'm looking up what a Hess truck looks like while we talk because I would really like to
1: visualize. Yeah, what is the Hess truck is, one? Is interesting. Oh, yeah. oh it's, it's
2: this green and white truck. Very interesting.
1: well my favorite holiday is also christmas for a unique reason when i was growing up i would be going to kolkata every few years and i remember it was just a happier a nicer a sweeter time where people would actually stand up next to the neighbor and say how are you doing we would maybe uh, share some milk together maybe i would ask for a cup of milk we would share that together or it would just be a happier time both in america and in india In India, Kolkata especially, it is an event. Like, I'm not kidding you. Everything's open. There's parades going on. People are happy. There's karaoke going on. People from different cultures and different religions. One of the first things I was taught as a young kid was uh, that there's religions and cultures all over us. And we have to respect all the traditions and religions. So that's what it really actually makes me think of. A happier time. Because believe it or not, in New York City, at this time, it's pretty crazy. I just had the worst traffic of my life the other day. But because it's the holiday, people actually helped me out. I was really surprised. But it's just a happier time. I'm so excited about Christmas to be here.
0: I feel like Christmas is like really magical. And you define Christmas pretty well. like The feelings I get too. Speaking of magic, when I was a kid, I remember when I would go to my uncle's house, there's this one instance where I was so excited for Santa to come and bring me my damn Hess truck that I pooped my <laughs> pants. <laughs> 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 and my grandma was so upset with me. She's like, come on. I mean, right, it's a Christmas pants. you'll never You're forget. List. I will never forget that Christmas. Oh, Get my money. God.
2: I used to think, before I found out about this story, I swear I used to think kids pooping their pants out of excitement is just a figure of speech because I don't have a lot of experience with children. And so this is me learning that that's for real. And Amrita's about to say something as a mom.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a baby. All we think about is poop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be TMI, but it's what it is. It's either poop or she's hunky. It's always something, but that's a big part of it. And I'm really excited to introduce Christmas to her as well. Aww.
0: Well, listen, I learned real quick that Santa was not real. These are just stories of Christmas that I remember. It's so funny. I So I went to Catholic school, and I remember specifically in second grade, Everybody was talking about Santa and I'm like, why is everybody talking about Santa still? And I, I was just like, Hey guys, Santa's not real. Like, what are you talking about? Because in fact, I knew that Santa wasn't real after I got scolded for pooping my pants. So then, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in a Catholic school. So like Santa's Saint, Saint Nicholas. I, I, that was the first time I got detention and I was like, I was confused. I was like, I'm telling the truth. Why, why am I getting detention? But there's so- a detention escapade started.
2: So, so you got in detention oh. more than
3: once. <laughs> more than <Wow>. once. <laughs> we have a rebel here in that case because Kinali is like, well, I got detention for speaking the truth. I shall continue to speak my truth. Exactly. <laughs>
4: so Kinali like to jump on your story of whether Santa's real or not. When I was a kid, right, like my parents, we did not, we're not Christians. We didn't celebrate Christmas. They don't have no idea what Christmas is. So I come home full of all these ideas of what Santa is and stuff, and I'm like, Mom, we need to leave cookies. Santa's gonna come, Santa's gonna come. And even my teacher, she was like, You need, you should leave cookies for Santa and stuff. So I leave a glass of milk and cookies, and I wake up and they're still there. I was so (laughs) heartbroken. I went back to my teacher, and I was like, Teacher, teacher, like, no Santa came. She's like, Are you sure he didn't? Like, he should have come. So it was kind of like, okay, so this myth about the Santa and all this stuff, right? Santa brings you presents, right? But I feel like it kind of discredits and takes it away from parents. Like, parents are the ones bringing the presents, right? They're the ones going out, working hard. I feel like we kind of do need to show, I mean, it's great maybe when they're super young. But, like, when they get to, like, a certain age, five, six... I think kids should realize, hey, it's my parents doing this. Like, they're the ones going out, working hard, putting the presents under the tree and stuff. And I just feel like they should be given that credit.
2: So, we all know that now we know Hino's going to tell, what age Hino's going to tell her that Santa's not real. (laughs) (laughs) I did it, kids. I'm the, one <laughs> I'm the one that works 40 hours a week in this capitalism okay i want you that thank you to <laughs> I, I love, love that. that no but that's such a really good point too i think like that conversation around that. what age do you introduce kids to like that idea of appreciating your parents for what they're doing too naturally as opposed to like obviously waiting for them to find out in school by someone like canali that santa's not real (laughs) (laughs) or going to your teacher and then like kind
4: of (laughs) gaslighting you and be like oh my god what santa didn't come they should have come like oh my god that's terrible yeah like she literally gaslighted me she's like oh he should have come i'm like what do i do now i felt so bad in that moment i
2: remember This is why we need teachers to be trained in culturally responsive ways. This is, this is the importance of culturally responsive teaching and anything, anything that you do. You should approach it in a culturally responsive way.
1: Professor, I 100% agree. I make it a point to make sure I'm very sensitive to every culture, uh, religion out there. You know, in Ramadan, people have to fast for one whole month. I always make sure that I'm as uh, sensitive as possible. We're going to talk about that later. Eve. There's just so many holidays and cultures. It's really important to highlight everyone and everything, but not everyone does that, unfortunately. I'm so happy that things are being highlighted now. Definitely. Definitely. So I want to know a little
2: bit more about yeah, I didn't grow up celebrating Christmas. I will say that. I grew up just loving the light and everyone being excited. Like, I understood the joy behind it. But, like, religiously, we don't celebrate Christmas. But I was always so happy to, like, hear about what my friends did during, like, their Christmas. And me and my brother used to, I'll, I'll get into talking about it in a bit. Like, what we did to celebrate, like, that time off. But I really want to know about how did y'all celebrate as kids? I know know there's a big difference in how we celebrate things as adults now versus how we did things as kids. So I would really love to hear a little bit more about that.
0: Yeah, so as a kid, like I, it was very different as a kid as an adult. You are so right. So as a kid, my parents owned a, a motel. And our living room was also the lobby of the motel. And because it's a business, we would put up a Christmas tree. And we would have a Christmas tree in our living room slash lobby. And it would be me, my dad, my mom, my brother, my grandma, a couple cousins. Because we always had cousins living with us. And it was a lot of fun because I got to experience... Christmas as I've seen it on TV and how kids at school were explaining it. And honestly, it's a privilege because when I think of Hinal and like your story, it's like, I at least I had the privilege of celebrating this holiday, whether it was because we were a motel and a business and had to put up the tree for customers. But I still had that privilege and I'm, I'm very grateful for it. And I'm even more grateful for it now because I, I realize not a lot of kids got to experience it
2: your motel conversation reminds me of actually now that we're talking about it have y'all seen fresh off the boat has anyone seen yes well <laughs> yes. uh, so yes. this is how we, so we really really with Virda, Zintha, and um dang it i forget the actress's name but she plays anissa and never have i ever she was the kid and they they ran a motel like that's so weird <laughs> that's the first place my brain went to this morning like this is not my first time hearing this story obviously <laughs> but that's that's where my brain went this morning.
5: <laughs> the so, actress's name is Megan in case you're wondering and yes, i was so yes, sad when that spin-off did not get picked up because it would have been an amazing
4: um yeah so i was going to say so there's this motel patel stereotype reference <laughs> um and we can't talk about motels without bringing this up so have you guys heard of this
2: reference
4: a yes. little bit yes
2: I've heard of it, but only a negative connotation. So I was not going to be the one to bring it up. I wanted to hear from y'all. Exactly.
0: (laughs) I've heard it a lot. Um, I mean, we just make, it's it's funny. I don't take offense to it. Some people may, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Bengali. I'm Bengali and I love fish. So. Exactly. (laughs) So I would like to say that.
4: Within the Patel, I feel like there's two lines. There's the motel Patels and the store Patels. So I think Kinali falls under the motel Patels because she kind of grew up. Her parents had a motel. She. It's a different type of childhood. For me, I'm like on the store Patels. So my memories are of stocking like the fridges, the magazines. Sitting behind the counter as my parents are like click clacking away on the register, and me being like, Can, "Is it time to go home now? Is it time to go home now? Can we go home now?" Like talking about these holidays and things like that, like all all of these childhood memories are coming up in my head. And I guess I just want to make a note that you know, all of us we all come from different socioeconomic economic classes, um, which affected the way we celebrated holidays, right? Sometimes when I'm Maybe talking to somebody and they realize I'm Indian American raised here. They just have this automatic assumption that, oh, you must be very privileged. You must have had all the luxuries in the world to celebrate all these holidays, get all these presents. When in reality, it's not true. A lot of us come from very humble beginnings. Not all of us have... Like, in my family, I'm, like, one of the first people to go to college here, all of these things. I don't have doctor, lawyers, engineer parents, right? And, in fact, I was the person filling out their immigration papers. So, it's so interesting to see how, kind of, your how your beginnings and your socioeconomic background, your culture background, how that plays into, kind of, how you celebrate things and how you develop as an adult in terms of personality and character. So... That is very oh, yeah. true.
2: Like I I grew up very different when I was in Bangladesh versus when I came here. When I came here it was immediately, all right, you're working class now. It is like this is what it is. And then the I I can't wait for us to have first gen conversations because that's a that's a whole another ride in and of its own.
0: <laughs> Just talking about like cultures and different cultures. Have you guys noticed like on Christmas that like Chinese restaurants are always open? I remember yes. every yes. Christmas that I wasn't with family, I would always end up getting Chinese food. Like if I was at school or if I was at work or if I just was alone and not celebrating Christmas with a whole bunch of people family-wise, I would always end up getting Chinese food and that shit's good.
1: <laughs> it really was. I mean, Chinese food was amazing as a replacement and anytime everything would be closed, like I said before, in, in India and in other place- places, in the world that i've been to where we celebrated christmas everything was open but that wasn't true in america so chinese food was our refuge as well as biryani and we made it a tradition every single year to have biryani and then my husband and i actually started making it from scratch it was just such a great tradition and we continue to do it from now on nice what about you guys What anyone else do anything else I really I love that I, you
5: bought up the Chinese food at Christmas because that was my family. That was what we did on Thanksgiving because we didn't have all these cousins and everything. And we're vegetarians. So the idea of a turkey meal isn't going to happen. Right. And we didn't have any like family really near us we're all in India. So we would always eat Chinese food or Thai food on Thanksgiving. And now it's grown into a tradition where we just will make a food that we haven't made before on thanksgiving last year was lasagna the year before was like enchilada like a really elaborate version of a meal because usually non-indian meals are kind of quick meals whenever it's thanksgiving time we're like all right let's make a family meal so not indian
3: talking talking about the non-indian food and everything here in phoenix i met this really amazing couple like who's our like parents age i wouldn't i wouldn't give give my association with them but let's just it's like you know i ended up meeting them and i'm like did they love me like their own daughter and everything and auntie like she has had this tradition since they moved uh since she got married to her husband and moved to the u.s where uh, she would pick a cuisine from a particular nation and make a big deal out of thanksgiving dinner like you know they dress up she'll she'll put on a really nice sari though and she makes a very elaborate platter. Like, you know, there would be starters, dessert, main course, two or three main courses for that matter. Like it's it's a big platter. In the years I have known her, there there has been Turkish cuisine. Um, I think I think something from the southern continent of America as well. I'm forgetting the name of the nations, but it's it was it was pretty fun to know that, you know, how immigrants when they move here try to like add some touch of with the holidays and she actually like Thanksgiving is so important for her that she would cut short her trip to India if she had to visit in an emergency or something and come back so that she could do the Thanksgiving thing they record everything wow wow that's interesting
2: that's so cute I love the drama too around like picking up food and then making a big deal out of it you know what were you gonna say oh I was just
4: going to say sailja I know whose house to crash at this Thanksgiving
2: <laughs> So expect me there.
5: Everyone <laughs> is welcome.
2: Yeah, my main dishes are not vegetarian. I have a lot of sides, so you're you're welcome to come for all the sides. My sides do be banging. Um, that's, just <laughs> me. That, that's just self-praising. Thanksgiving is the one time of the year you'll see me like very praising myself very much. I have a whole feast planned. This is the first year I'm doing RSVPs. Like I'm I'm getting extra with it. I make. <laughs> uh, I'll send. I'll send pictures, but stay like I'm. I'm just. I know we're talking about Christmas, but since everybody started talking about Thanksgiving, me and my brother like really started having our own tradition around Thanksgiving because initially my mom wouldn't let us celebrate because she's like, "No, that's a religious thing." And then we had to be like, "Look, no, it's not a religious thing. Actually, it's a very um, it's a day filled with crime, and we're taking it and co opting it and trying to turn it into a positive thing. It is a very bad day, actually, but. We get days yeah. off. Every Everybody gets Thanksgiving off. And that's why as children, like we anchored on that. So when I, I went to college, that's when me and my brother started. We're like, okay, this year we're going to cook a whole feast. And that's just how it started. We just decided. And we don't really do like at home. We don't do American food, like typical American foods as much. It's always more D.C. foods or Italian food. Like my family loves pasta. Which we've talked about in episode one <laughs> extensively um or I love Mexican food. we love Mexican food, love Chinese food, just like more seasoned foods, you know so my first challenge was like, all right, how to take American food and turn it more to our palates but I do like a really nice spicy like roasted chicken like a whole roasted chicken every year multiple now that the, the family's grown and a bunch of sides and garlic mashed potatoes that's all that's all that's where I'm gonna end and like in speak but <laughs> I, I make a lot of sides I will send pictures of the feast. Priyata, I
0: am so hungry. I have not had food today because I don't want my stomach to get all Gerber. But you're I'm coming over for Thanksgiving. I don't care the three hour car ride. I'm taking
2: it. it. (laughs) (laughs) You should do it. it. You're invited. If you want to come, (laughs) you're invited. I figured y'all wouldn't want to come from, like, that far. But if you come, I will feed you. Oh, man. Oh, we will I'm crash. starving. Don't worry. We will pass. Yes.
0: <laughs> I remember <laughs> during Thanksgiving, my dad and I are the ones that ate meat. So my dad and I would go to a gas station. There was a deli there. We would get sliced deli turkey and make turkey sandwiches and celebrate Thanksgiving the way everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: really cute. <laughs>
5: Wait. That is so sweet. I love that. Oh Yeah.
2: It was that's fun. so sweet. It's a nice holiday memory. But can we talk about the fact that like thanksgiving ends and the day after it's like all right christmas not yes christmas. oh my gosh Start, like as soon as halloween's over like boom uh,
4: <laughs> i was at the month of november does not exist
0: <laughs> i was at uh, right. the mall and all this christmas music was playing and i'm like it's a little early but dang do i love me some christmas music <laughs> oh my god mariah carey's song Oh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing no 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 no
3: no I'll <laughs> <laughs> sing in, in like very non musical tone because I'm not a singer myself. So so we can we can give you some company here, Kanali.
5: <laughs> so no,
4: speaking of songs, what what are some of your favorite holiday songs?
1: All I want for Christmas is you is an cl- absolute classic. I just love the holiday songs in general. I used to play piano and volunteer for Ooh. the little um hospital. So we would have a lot of fun with that and we would play a lot of other classics, Mozart songs and um just general holiday classics, little uh jingles things like that. It was just a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'm so um, I'm amazed. That's you
0: play the piano? I didn't know yes. that.
1: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's talent. We've been talking for months and we're revealing things about each other now. I love it.
2: (laughs) There's always more to learn. So that that was a really interesting tidbit. Like, I I love the fact that you play the piano. But I could not... Y'all were talking about Christmas music and... I think earlier, if you remember, some someone mentioned if we had seen the trailer for Mean Girls too. And <laughs> I now, was just wanna say
4: that Priya, that,
2: that yo, mean all I can Girl think song. of, yes, <laughs> the Mean Girls Christmas, the Christmas That's choreo, cool. <laughs> sing it, oh yes. God. <laughs> Forgot how it goes. Oh my God. Which song? Which song was it that they did? Nah, I can't What's even remember. Song? I'm googling it right now.
0: Mean Girls.
2: It was. It was not all I want
0: for Christmas. Was no. it Santa Baby? It might have been Santa. No, I don't Santa know. Ba- was it that
1: one? No, it wasn't. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, bell,
4: <laughs> Oh, can I, can I share a quick story? So in high school, we could get extra credit if we did like a Christmas uh, dance or video or something. So me and my friends, we did this song <laughs> and we recorded it. Like with the moves. <laughs> um, now that I think I'm like a little embarrassed... <laughs> The song is dear near um, to my heart for this reason. Oh, don't be I embarrassed. Sh- please, please tell oh, me. Okay that, you know, please tell exist. me you have it
5: recorded somewhere. Please,
4: please. please. I, I'm gonna have to. I don't. I think I lost the recording. No, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was epic. Like we went to like the town gazebo. Like we practiced. Oh, I love this. it was was a a production it was production and mind you it was like we're all straight A students it's not like we didn't we just like yeah on top of our A plus we need an A plus (laughs) plus
0: oh definitely did you get it? did you get the extra credit? oh yeah definitely
4: nice (laughs)
1: nice
4: it was for Spanish class so we did the song in Spanish Navidad Navidad something like that (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah
3: Yeah. (laughs) Talking talking about jingle bells and songs and all, you know, so I went to a Catholic school myself, but in India. So we had those songs in Hindi as well. Unfortunately, I don't remember a lot of those. But uh, for me, my winter break would come a little early because it was all like... Christmas break and everything and my mom would be like ah you get the longest of the Christmas break and now like my life is hell because I have to like handle you all kids like (laughs) at home but uh, yeah I grew up like listening to a lot of like jingle bells as such at school and we would have a small a scene made out of like you know small toys and idols of Jesus and all of the whole thing and I never participated, though, because, I don't know, I wasn't picked or interested, but we did a Christmas play and all of that stuff, like how Jesus was born and stuff like that.
0: That's really interesting, Shivangi, because, uh, like I said, I went to Catholic school, too, and I remember... I always got the angel part for the Christmas play that was um, oh. Jesus' birth and the nativity scene and all that. And I would always be a little angel.
3: <laughs> yeah, Remember? and then the whole story of the pole star will guide you there. Oh, yes. That's was. how I know where the pole star is. <laughs> North star, my bad. But, North star, yes. yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, We got the gist of it. You were trying to get us to the North Pole. It's the North Pole that, that matters yes. more than that. About- present right <laughs> but I, I, the whole time you were talking i was trying to remember the name of what the, the scene is called and then kenali said it's it's a nativity scene mm-hmm. and that, i i find that's such a cool practice too that i've seen like i've only seen it in like movies and stuff but that that's also like so cool to see that that's how people recreate kind of the lore and the magic behind christmas so i mean christmas music is big and ali what what else do you want to say about christmas music no
0: you were just talking about movies and i'm like let's let's go on to christmas movies do y'all have any favorite ones my favorite christmas movie is probably
4: miracle
3: on 34th street have you guys ever watched that one i've heard of it but first? i've never seen it let's right now because i haven't watched a lot of christmas movies but for me it's always the hollywood hallmark movies that they release on oh, like oh, yeah. oh my god like like that's what I always look forward to
4: just to kind of uh, jump on the Hallmark movies. I feel like they're they're just these feel good like it's that typical corporate badass girl in the city. She, Her boss sends her to a small town. She bumps into this lumberjack <laughs> who's handsome, could be on a firefighter calendar. Some misunderstanding happens and she understands the meaning of Christmas. We, we already know what the plot is going to be. We already know the climax. We already know the ending. And yet we come back to watch these movies over and over and over again every year. It's like... The Tarantino movies, or is, like you know how people say, oh, it's just another movie, different names, same story, new ni- new title slapped
0: on. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say I was like embarrassed to say I watch these movies, but they hit every time. They're so cheesy. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what's gonna happen. My butt is gonna sit on the couch
1: and watch those Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> exactly. So I have a funny story with my puppy Abby. I was very excited because it was Abby's first Christmas last year. And again, I was really excited about the Hallmark movie. I think it was the one with Lindsay Lohan, the very new one that she did on Netflix. And uh we were very excited. We sat down from some hot chocolate. I turned around for a second. Abby has hot chocolate all over her face. And I'm terrified because I didn't know if Abby can have hot chocolate or not. I called the vet right away. The vet says it's all good. It's all good. A lot of this keeps happening right now. So you're not the only one. And I'm like, I'm not the only one. Okay, all right. I guess everything's good. And then we went back to watching the movie again. It was so
3: cute. Priyata, you you have some funny Hollywood Hallmark stories for us.
2: I definitely But before that, I was stressed because chocolate and puppies do not mix. No, they don't. I was like, what do you mean? The vet said it's okay. No, so It was
1: just a little bit of uh, hot chocolate. I think she just had a lick, and then she just backed off for a second, and then she kept trying to go in for more. It's like how I am with cheese. I know I don't, it's not good for me, but I'll still go back for it anyway. She is my daughter after all. That's,
2: that, that's not Lila. I don't know. I don't know. If, like, Lila's <laughs> my cat for listeners. Like, y'all don't know. Everybody else here knows Lila's my cat. But okay. the movies, I, I can't believe you said so I'm not embarrassed. I'm loud and proud about all the, <laughs> all the embarrassing things I watch. Because I know I'm versatile. I'll go from watching the MCU to, like, uh, freaking Inception to the corny Netflix, Netflix now the whole holiday movie, the corny movie genre. Oh. Netflix is really thriving with that. <laughs> but I love, I love all those like holiday feely movies. Love Actually. Oh yeah. Um, That's a big one. Me and my brother growing up, basically. So we just have a lot of memories because my mom. um, There's a part of our childhood in the U.S. where my dad wasn't here. There's like all this visa trouble and everything, and he was back home. And so it was just me, my mom, and my brother. So basically, our dad was long distance for uh, chunk of our childhood. (laughs) He would come come visit. He would stay for like two, three months, but he would be back home. And during the holiday season, like my mom is still working because she was working retail. Like at the time, she's a she was a nurse back home, but we all know like the certifications and stuff don't carry over so i believe she was working at duncan at the time so we like me and my brother would just be home during the christmas break that we all get from the doe and we would just watch like all these movies we used to run harry potter marathons every like that's that's a big one yeah harry potter marathons in recent years it's been like a either a marvel or disney marathon and then i'm all for like the hallmark type of movies or like the you know like the big multicast, like multi-star movies around holidays or like something like that like i mentioned like love actually i love those i'm a sucker for those movies
3: <laughs> for me like as as he was mentioning corporate girl like you know falling for this hunk i just remember the proposal by sandra bullock like that movie yeah. it really hits the spot where like you know she's just like Okay, you're my employee, but I need a US visa now. I need a citizenship. <laughs> my Canadian thing is expiring. Uh, Marry me and then boom, like on an island she realizes, Oh my god, he's super rich. <laughs> and another one it was it was back in the early two thousands, I guess I might be wrong, but um if you have watched You have got mail. That movie also hits the spot. That that's like I think that's one of the OG like Hallmark movies we can think about where this corporate guy is like trying to take over her bookstore or something. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me of that uh what is the my dukaan, harap na <laughs> <laughs> <Hallmark or>
3: dukaan?
4: <laughs> Imagine in a Christmas <laughs> a hallmark they'll just like throw in this Hindi like line tu meri dukaan harap na um okay. just to add has anybody heard, so my favorite christmas movie is a christmas story have you guys heard of it they they do like these marathons of this movie every year on cable television i don't even know if people have cable anymore <laughs> but it that that line oh like it's this boy little boy he wants like a gun or some rifle or something which is like the modern day equivalent of a paint gun i guess and it's always he's told you'll shoot your eye out you'll shoot your eye out
2: does anybody remember that movie
1: yes that was such a classic movie we loved it
2: i haven't seen it but um that it just the little boy prompts me to automatically mention it's obligatory mention of home alone of course yes oh yeah
0: oh, yes, I was of about that of is my
5: family's favorite go-to christmas movie we would watch it like every year when we we're kids and i mean i know it's so much weird the violence that somehow doesn't have any repercussions and kevin is probably secretly a sociopath but i don't care damn it's a great movie it's such a great movie and there's just something about it that really evoke classic Christmas. Like, I think we're all 90s babies. And I just think, like, it kind of reminds you of that nostalgia. And I think that's why we all love Christmas. It kind of takes us back to a time where things are more simple. And that's why I want to know, how do we celebrate Christmas now as adults? Do we try to invoke that childhood nostalgia that we had? Because that's what I try to do. I try to just slow things down, not think about work so much focus on just getting presents and making delicious food and making cookies. I want to know if anybody else relates. How do you guys celebrate Christmas as adults?
0: That's a great question. And Christmas has really changed for me as I grew up because I was more and more surrounded by classmates during school or colleagues during work or kind of just by myself. So... I love the coziness of Christmas. I buy those pine cones at Giant, you know, that this that <laughs> smells so good. It just smells like Christmas. And I put candles on and I have – I used to have a fake small tree, Um, but now I need a bigger tree for my house instead of an apartment. But having – like, I, I have a fireplace. I don't even use it. You know what I do? I go on YouTube <laughs> and I turn on that fireplace with the crackles and music yeah. and jazz music <laughs> in the background. And oh my gosh, I can just – like cuddle up by myself and just spend christmas alone that's how i spend it usually but if i'm with family we're usually making some type of like cookies and like this year i have my husband with me now we live together and maybe we'll make some cookies and maybe get some chinese food.
1: <laughs> of course i definitely feel that i love baking i think last time in our other episode we were talking about how everyone loves cooking they don't really like the mechanical aspect of baking but I love baking. I love baking for everyone else. I don't eat it for myself. I made chocolate chip cookies. I've made brownies. I try to combine different things. Uh, there's a dessert called Mishti Doi. It's a Bengali delicacy. I'm going to talk about it in the future. You know, anything and everything. We just try to pass down our traditions. Recently, we've been basically watching movies, just having some nice quiet time together. A lot, a lot of the times we've just been working so much. So sometimes we actually use the last week to put up the decorations. And then have fun with that. We put a Harry Potter type of reindeer in the front of the house. And then we have done all sorts of decorations that are a lot of the inflatables. We bought every inflatable. Let's just say that.
2: (laughs) So I know I said earlier I don't celebrate Christmas. But but I'm your friend. You know, I'm not going to be mad if you send me (laughs) some cookies in the mail and some baked goods in the mail. I'm I'm totally not going to. We're supposed to respect each other's traditions. So I respect. Your tradition yes. of cooking for friends and family.
3: Mm-hmm. How do I send you my address, Amrita? I would I would like cookies too.
1: <laughs> yes, I'll bake for all of you girls. That makes me happy. All right, all right. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to
2: my vacation time now. Um, I had vacation during that time in conjunction with the DOE holidays because I, I work with students in a nonprofit. I'm excited. I, I got something to look forward to now. Damn. <laughs> I was going to say, Kinali, you sound like a homebody. Which I know about you, but I don't know that everybody here knows about you.
0: <laughs> I am a huge homebody because I'm always cold. I'm always freaking cold. You go to the mall, you go to the grocery store, wherever you go, it's cold. My room is probably like 80 degrees right now. And if I walk out of here, I'm I'm a roombody. I don't even really leave my room because it's so cold out there.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think really... you've made a new term and I love it. Roombody. <laughs>
0: roombody. <laughs> roombody. Yeah, I mean, I I just love Christmas. And I think one of the reasons why I do love Christmas is I I clung to it because I didn't really have a large Indian community that I grew up with. That's why I think Christmas is one of my favorite holidays and just brings me joy and happiness. Look how long we talked about it, dude. It's like, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah,
4: so, Kinali, I totally get that. My parents, they actually come from a rural area in India, so they have no concept of Christmas or Easter Easter, or any of the other Western holidays. So I feel like being Indian American was always a lose-lose situation for me when it came to the holidays. I missed out on Diwali
1: money and Christmas presents. Sailor and I both... Didn't experience many holidays growing up. We're just starting to get into it right now. (laughs) Yeah, so
4: growing up Indian American, I feel like I missed out on both sides of my culture. I came to America when I was five years old. And growing up, my parents never had the money, energy, or even the bandwidth to celebrate holidays. I also kind of grew up isolated with not many friends or family around. So I never truly got to experience these Indian holidays like Diwali to the fullest or even the American holidays, right? Because, or Western holidays because my parents knew nothing of them. Well, guess what?
0: You got us now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll be celebrating. So we're we're going
2: to the houses for Thanksgiving. We got some cookies coming at us for Christmas. I was going to tell you that I can kind of relate in, in a slightly different way, but the experience is similar where the, i'm muslim and with me like a lot of the western holidays are more like they're christian holidays and so i can't exactly really like, so that isolation that you talk about in terms of the mainstream right like when you're going to school you're hearing everybody be excited about christmas or like Easter. exactly yeah and it was kind of worse for me because um and i'll talk i'll talk about Eve is like one of my favorite holidays from my childhood but it was so different when I was in Bangladesh, the way we celebrated Eid and the like you could feel it in the air, just like you can feel Christmas in the air. And I I, I totally feel you on how that can feel really isolating as especially as a child. Like adult, we're like, yeah, fuck it. Like we own our identities, but that's easy to say when we've processed all of that, all those feelings, but it's harder as a child, especially like with parents who don't necessarily know how to navigate any of this either. And also, I'm sure for you, the the added layer of like a lot of Indian Americans do celebrate the Christian holidays, and so for you to see that, or oh, you could possibly have both, but not to have that, like I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that as a child, because like I'm just thinking about baby Hino, no, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like we got we got baby Hino now, okay? You'll celebrate Eid. You're invited to my house for Eid. You got like Diwali, all the puja's, everything. You you're gonna get. All, every religious Everything. <laughs> Everything.
4: <laughs> Brietta, what you said is spot on, huh? 100%. Like, growing up, like, I kind of felt that isolation. And as a kid, as an adult, you know how to deal with those feelings. But as a kid, you don't. And... You know, I just felt I feel like my whole life, it's kind of been like me teaching my parents, I feel like I've been parenting my parents my entire life. At this stage, I would like to be a kid. So <laughs> so I feel like the older I've gotten, I'm like making my own traditions. Now I'm like, I don't care if nobody wants to bake cookies with me, I'm gonna do it myself, which is kind of what I did last year. Or in my house nobody puts up the christmas treats always me so i'm like you know what i don't care i'm just gonna do it so i'm just kind of like re-enjoying my childhood again because i never got to experience a lot of the traditions but of all the holidays i would say halloween was one of my favorite holidays it was something that i could truly celebrate and not lose out on anything in fact there was something to gain out of it free candy (laughs) and what could you doesn't (laughs) love free candy Hey, Bengalis love free stuff, too. I was just going to say.
0: Any South Asian. I was just going to say, just boo I think everybody loves candy.
1: What's your favorite candy since uh, Halloween's your favorite holiday? Poking some cream Hershey bars i thought everyone was gonna say it. come on guys get excited what's your favorite candy i was waiting to hear he knows
2: but you guys so excited about the candy you answered <laughs> i love
3: it
1: i love I it, it. I, a, I thought it was a group thing
3: favorite candy. love it
2: Shivangi, what's your favorite for me
3: since i don't like sharing things <laughs> I love anything <laughs> that has dark chocolate in it and Lint Lindor dark cho- chocolate truffles oh, yeah, collection yeah. is my favorite. Mm-hmm. It tastes amazing. I don't have to share it with anyone because nobody likes it but me. <laughs> I don't know about
5: that. I am a dark chocolate fiend. so i have happily <laughs> share them with you though. Anything dark chocolate I will love, uh, especially the dark chocolate Ferrero Shares, they're so good. I've mentioned oh, them before. Um, just, they just—they don't sell them individually, and it drives me nuts. And I have to buy the stupid variety packs of the white chocolate. And all right. I don't know anybody who likes them. So anyway.
2: Here's your soundbite. I hate Ferrero Rocher. I'm so sorry. Please don't come from my life. <laughs> I'm on the
4: fence here <laughs> with the Ferrero Rocher.
2: So I understand both aspects. I, so Elijah, I
1: understand your love for them. And
4: yeah, I understand your dislike of them. So.
1: so I didn't have a choice. Abby kind of ran after it the one time that I... Brought it to the house. And again, I had to call the vet. The vet said, It's all good. It's all good. I'm like, Why is it so good? Do I need to change my vet? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They're very good. But uh, it was just funny. Abby went right after it. And my babies don't let me eat chocolate anymore. It's just what it is. It's just what it is.
0: Unpopular opinion.
1: I don't like chocolate.
2: <laughs> I'm going to add on to that after you talk about your favorite candy. Cause I, 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 will get on the unpopular opinion with you in a, in a, with an addendum. So what's your favorite candy that's not chocolate?
0: Blue Sour Patch kids. I am a sucker for sour things. I love mm. sour candy. Uh, sour yes. beers are delicious. I am a big sour person.
2: Me too. Okay, so what I was going to say about chocolate is... I'm I'm about to sound like a snob, I swear. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I can't. I can't. I don't fuck with... Yes. Yeah. Quick question. Do you just not... You just don't like chocolate in general or you don't like Ferrero Rocher chocolate? Like, I don't... There- well, I specifically don't like Ferrero Rocher and I don't like most American chocolates. Mm. Which is insane because I used to be a dark chocolate hater. I used to be a hater. I would be like, ew, why the fuck... If I'm having chocolate, why would I have bitter ass shit? But, <laughs> but dark chocolate is a shit, bro. And also, like, un- like, I like... I've come to recognize I like more unprocessed things, so... Most American chocolates like Hershey's is so sweet and processed that I don't like milk mm-hmm. chocolate as much anymore because of that. Um, I, like the best chocolate I had this year was a bar of chocolate my friend brought me who her, her boss brought her two bars and she shared one with me. She's amazing. Aww. Um, uh, like a, a, a bar of olive oil, sea salt, dark chocolate Ooh. from Spain, from Spain and, it was so good. I'm like, yeah, no, I made the right choice. I'm never eating Hershey's again. Except for, <laughs> except for when we make, uh, what is it called? S'mores? S'mores? S'mores, yes.
3: Oh yeah, that's much better. That's true. Fun fact. Hershey's tried to copy Cadbury and that's how Hershey's became like big in the U.S. And they then fail. when Cadbury finally, yeah, finally decided to come to the U.S., people were so used to Hershey's and they were like, Ah uh, yeah, we were, we don't like Cadbury. As an as an Indian kid, dairy milk was like my go to because every time it would be like, Yeah, your kids, y'all you get dairy milks. Dairy milk was like so Cadbury is synonym of dairy milk in India. So so it's like I, I is, still is would keep them if I'm Indian home. company? Like yeah. no, it's not. No? It's 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 somewhere in Europe, but they came to India. And it just blew up for some reason. It's just, yeah, just like the Maggie Hungary. is big in India as well. And, and like for me, the, the non chocolate version stuff that I like is also from India. It, it has to be mango bite. Like it's an OG candy. I don't think any US American candy can like beat it. I just want to say that
0: I don't eat all chocolate. Okay. I'm just not a big oh. fan of chocolate. Like if you give me something with like most like Reese's cups, that's a lot of peanut uh-huh. butter. A little bit of chocolate. I'll take that. But, like, I'm not going to go and, like, chonk off a bite of, like, uh, Hershey's <laughs> bar. That's not my type of,
3: nah. Trader uh, Joe's peanut butter cups are superior to Hershey's peanut Ariza's peanut butter cups.
0: What?
3: I said Fight me. I'll
0: have to try it. I There's so many recommendations from Trader Joe's from you guys. I got to make a, a, a little venture out to Trader Joe's
3: and try it i'll forgive trader joe's for all the cultural appropriation they do in the food but it's just bomb i i'll I'll forgive them for that
2: (laughs) they have committed some atrocities uh but you know we'll get into that another episode but yes there's so many good things that are still worth making a list and on a budget you know like that's the that's the biggest thing like you do you want to go to whole foods or trader joe's when you can afford a lot more stuff in your cart in trader joe's And we've talked about this in the chat. Trader Joe's Oreos are better, (laughs) in my opinion, than brand name Oreos. And as Shivangi said, fight me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, So, so going back to Halloween, I loved that holiday because I could truly immerse myself in it. The holiday wasn't really affiliated with any sort of religion or background. So for instance, Christmas was for Christians, Diwali was for Hindus, and so on. Instead, it w- Halloween was a fun holiday that was the very definition of inclusivity, something that I had craved my entire life to fit in somewhere. My family didn't really have any tradition, so I would just make my own for Halloween. I would make my own Halloween decor out of construction paper and other arts and crafts supplies and hang them around the house. I would watch Halloween movies like Halloween Town, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and Hocus Pocus.
1: Okay, let's try this again. Quick count of three. What is the best Halloween movie? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus.
0: Halloween Town. Cha- what about you, Shivangi and Sailor Selena? Do you have any favorite Halloween movies? I don't really?
3: actually because I've I've been in the U.S. like for not so long, right? To actually start enjoying Halloween as such, a, I only started like these two years now. But I do enjoy, like, you know, Adam's Family and all of those, like, fun ghost and thriller movies, which are, like, nice. I hate horror. I'm a chicken. I I get scared, like, crazy. But, um, yeah, this time I did a Halloween night with my friends and we watched, like, the Adam's Family, but the OG Adam's Family, like, you know, back in the 2000s and 1900s. Okay, that sounded so old. I mean, 1980s <laughs> or 1990s, like. That one, it was so much fun. So I'm I'm all about the fun Halloween movies. And Casper the Friendly oh, Ghost. Yeah,
1: that was- oh yeah, that was cute. Did anyone watch Wednesday? That was such a good show.
0: Oh yes, I'm excited for the season too. I have not. But I've heard it's amazing and so many people dressed up for it for Halloween.
2: I will. I don't want to take away too much from Hino's story because I really love the message of inclusivity yeah. and everything. Yeah except for for muslims i'm sorry I'm, I'm always the odd one out i mean i don't feel bad about it i want to talk about so that you know people who are listening can also relate like the the muslim ones can also because some of us like when you're a kid you don't you maybe don't understand as much about religion and the the context behind why you shouldn't do something right so you just see as a kid costumes and candy and you just want to participate You're like oh my god yeah i want to dress up and i especially like when I was a child, like, I, I love dressing up in general. So, of course, I wanted to, like, be into costumes and I love, like, animated movies and stuff. So I think I, I got to only celebrate, like, Halloween, like, the first year or two years that I was in the U.S., really. And, and then, like, a little bit when I was in college. But I remember the first time I went trick-or-treating and my cousin took us, um, and I was, I was in fifth grade and it was just like, yeah, okay, like, here's this plastic, like, pumpkin bucket with a black handle and then you just go around and like everybody gives you candy and i I forgot what the fuck i even dressed as um sorry for cursing but like yeah like what i even you can beat me out what i dressed as the first time but that that was such an experience to just walk around the fortune cookies i know everybody hates fortune cookies getting fortune cookies (laughs) from the chinese restaurants because they're like i want candy i love getting fortune cookies (laughs) i love cracking
1: open a fortune cookie and being like oh is this relevant to me (laughs) i collected 2000 fortune cookies when i was a kid everyone thought i was crazy i'm not you're <laughs> not the only one i love fortune cookies
2: they're just so fun they're just so fun like what will this re- like even though you don't like believe in it right like, i don't <laughs> believe in it it's just fun because sometimes it's just the most like vague weird thing in the fortune cookies and it's so funny to me always
1: Something great is coming your way. Or I'm like, oh my god, I'm excited now. And then it just makes me happier. Then something great does come my way. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fortune cookie. Amrita believes in them. There we go. <laughs>
2: when we were talking about movies, I did want to make a special mention to Twitches. Has anyone seen Twitches? Oh, yeah.
4: Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shivangi, I see your face. That means you have not seen it. We have oh, to no, watch oh. it.
3: You guys have to give me a list of all the movies I should watch to, like, catch up and not be, like, you know, so fobby anymore. I need to fit in. I'm just kidding.
0: That's the opposite. (laughs) I do want to
3: watch those movies. That's exactly opposite. You can give me a list of
1: all the Bollywood movies so I can fit in more and learn more about my culture. I'm just such happy to be part of this because there's so many perspectives from so many different people. So you never have to apologize for not knowing something or not being part of it or not being able to celebrate. Like you were saying, Priyata, we're all here. We're all excited to talk about all of it. So we're here for you.
2: (laughs) A little bit on both sides. So I can... I. I can code switch a little bit. Like, I can talk to Shivangi about, like, all this Bollywood stuff and the references <laughs> and then understand knows um, Kabikushi Kabigum reference. <laughs> <laughs> and then our, your, your Halloween references and some of the Christmas references. I am more well versed in the Desi references than the, the American ones, but I'm learning. I'm learning from y'all. I think Hino, we're all yeah, learning. Right?
4: I'm gonna say, Priyata, I'm similar to you. I'm like a chameleon. I can do either or more so this. You reference than American pop culture, but again, I can figure my way out. But yeah, <laughs> definitely a chameleon for sure.
2: Wait, so I want to hear more about since Halloween's your favorite. I want to hear a little bit more about your your Halloween experience. What what, what did you do in your childhood um, when you were a kid? Yeah, so when it was the day of Halloween, I would run
4: home from school, and as soon as that clock struck. 6pm I would change into my costume and drag my mom out trick or treating I remember after about an hour my mom would be like okay come on let's go uh, let's wrap it up we've been out for a long time and I'm like no 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 we have so many houses to cover like how can you even think of such an idea mother like um <laughs> And, you know, I would have my little brother in tow, and so I'd be pushing this toddler around to different houses while my mom is trying to catch up with us. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's such a, like, a wonderful memory I have of this holiday. Um, And I love Halloween, and all it represents for me and the memories I have and was able to make because of it. The message of Halloween is that it doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, American. Immigrant, religious, non religion, human, alien, ghost, or goblin. <laughs> Anyone can enjoy the spirit of Halloween. It's a holiday of, of escapism where you can be someone or something else for one day and forget all your worries and troubles.
0: That's so true. I actually never looked at Halloween like that, and now I have a different perspective, and I'm thank you for sharing that. And that's a wrap for the first half of our holiday extravaganza. We hope you've enjoyed diving into the festive spirit as much as we have. But fear not, dear listeners, because the party isn't over just yet. Join us next time for the thrilling conclusion of our favorite holidays saga. We'll be unwrapping more stories, sharing traditions, and spreading the holiday cheer. You won't want to miss it. Thanks for tuning in. Any suggestions on what we can cover next? Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Sari Spice Pod. We can't wait to continue the festive journey with you. Until then, happy holidays and keep spreading the joy.